0: Welcome to the Dealer Playbook Podcast. My name is Michael Cirillo, and each week I sit down with the brightest minds in marketing, sales, and leadership to help you level up your career in automotive. Thank you so much for spending your time here with me today. Now let's open up the playbook. Here we go. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for joining me here on Session 91 of the Dealer Playbook Podcast. I've got a really exciting guest lined up for you today, Gary Vaynerchuk, sat down with me for 15 minutes to talk about a, a, a wide variety of topics. In this episode, you're going to learn about what motivates Gary, what he would do if he if, if like absolutely everything in his life disappeared, like VaynerMedia and Wine Library and all those sorts of things, and what he would do If he was selling cars and that's really I can't wait for you to hear his answer because, you know, the other day I was on social media and uh, I blasted out a question. If you had 15 minutes alone with Gary Vaynerchuk and could only have one question answered, what would it be? And uh, I feel like he sums up kind of everybody's questions in that one answer. So stay tuned for that. Also, you're going to want to stay tuned for the end of the show where I'm going to share details on how you can get a free copy of his brand new book. Ask Gary V. But for now, let's dive in. Here we go. All right, here we go. Gary Vaynerchuk, or should I say Vaynerchuk, <laughs> joining me now on the Dealer Playbook. Gary, thanks so much for joining me, brother.
1: Thanks for having me, man.
0: All right, so uh, I just want to dive in here. Congrats on the success of your book launch. Ask Gary V which those of you listening in should definitely stay tuned for because we're giving out some copies of that book. Let me ask you something. What What was your motivation in putting out this content?
1: Um, You know, I'm trying to figure out how to leave a legacy around a skill set that I have that equally provides enormous amounts of value to individuals that decide to follow me and, um, scratches the vanity, you know, bones in my body. Right. Yeah. So books are great, you know, because they're inexpensive. Um, they're on the record officially. Um, they, uh, they find them, you know, that book sitting behind you could end up at a garage sale one day in seven years and read by some, you know, um, and, um, and, uh, they they still, in their traditional sense, whether on a Kindle or, or in book form, print, they're your kind of official point of view of that moment. And so I, um, I want to be known as one of the great businessmen of this generation. And more importantly, I want to continue to um, get emails from people every single day, 10 times a day, that say, I read this and this amazing thing happened in my life. Um, you know how many Skype, you know, uh, podcast, YouTube shows were created because of a book I call cr- "Wrote Crush It" years ago. Like yeah. I'm creating legacy, and so I feel like I have something to say. Um, luckily for me, other people agree. It's a lot more fun to sell 100,000 books in the first week than 100. Sure. And um, and I I want to uh, I want to be historically correct, and a good way to do that is to put things on paper. This specific book and the four business books that I've written is a real state of the union of me in complete form as a businessman, right? Like yeah. this was not only just social media advice, this was management advice and leadership advice and. And had a lot of, you know, work-life balance and family and media. So it was a really good opportunity for me to do a complete brain dump of me in this current state.
0: Yeah, I was going to say we, we, you know, digging into the pages of the book and admittedly I'm not done because I've reviewed sections like three or four times. We, we get to see this human side of you that people go, oh yeah, he's, well, he, he's superhuman is basically what it comes out to. Um I know a lot of a lot of people listening in are are wondering, okay, how much of that happened organically as you as you kind of went along your journey or did you start out saying, you know what, I'm setting out to produce all this content, all this information to hone my craft because I want to leave a legacy. So in other words, you had the objective in mind.
1: It depends on where one starts that question and how much do they know about me. So when I started the, you know, in my dad's liquor store, I just wanted to be the best wine store in the country, and I knew I wanted to buy the Jets, and back then I probably thought that I was gonna buy the Jets by opening up 4,000 wine stores, right? Sure. I knew that I was gonna be a great businessman in my teenage years, or at least I knew that that's what I wanted to try to do. Um, and so, you know, when I started the YouTube show Wine Library TV 10 years ago, I knew that that was a good idea, I knew that was the right strategy, somewhere around 2008 or nine or seven two or three years in i'm like wait a minute all these videos are gonna last here forever that's cool you know like so that was interesting um right yeah they're they're gonna be around forever and i uh maybe i should start taking this a little more seriously i knew that they would be around forever but i started realizing a lot of the things that i was saying were becoming true and i'm like wait a minute I got a gift. I'm good at this. I'm good at knowing where the world's going. It was fun. to It's fun for me to look at, you know, it's it's fun for me to look at uh, videos right now from 2013 where I'm yelling at the audience saying you're going to be on Snapchat, but you don't realize it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Um, and so I started getting really serious about the content probably two years ago when I started the Ask Gary B show uh, and then Daily B a year ago. and all the content I'm pumping out, but I've been on the mental kick for about five. I,
0: I know this is a question you probably get a lot. And I know the answer in my own entrepreneurial journey, but I know there's a lot of people wondering how often have you waited for the perfect conditions to execute, to do, to move, to act? Never. Yeah. See, um, it, it's funny. <laughs> I was watching your, I was watching your last daily v. Well, it was the one where you're, you, you were at propeller. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> This this woman walks up to the to your window. You're sitting in the car, ready to roll, and she's like, "Hey, I need three words of motivation," and you're just like, three words? You're gonna die."
1: Yes, that was an interesting moment.
0: And I, I- was like, you know what? That's perfect. And and the way I see that is, you know, kind of took her off guard. She was like, "Holy crap! Did I just blow this moment with Gary V? Like, she's walking down the street, either like." So like grateful for how profound that is or like, what did I, why did I ask him such a, but anyways, I thought it was hilarious. And and you can see that kind of flow through, you you know, your mindset of leaving a legacy. You understand that, Hey, as a human being, I have a certain amount of time here on planet earth to, to do stuff with. What I appreciate is how you're, you you know, you're, you're, you're bringing us into how you hack together life, family time, work time. Uh, you know, I recently had uh, Grant Cardone on the show and the topic there was, you you know, the fact that he's not just obsessed with career, he's obsessed with all of the facets of his life. And, in so doing that kind of creates some balance. What's your take on that?
1: I, um, I, uh, I, I do think about legacy. I also think that I'm painting pictures when people aren't watching. For example, there was no Snapchat content for me this weekend. You know? And so no Daily V, no Ask I V. I was mm-hmm. with the family, right? Like, and I think I yeah, I, look, I think I think I'm very self-aware to how this plays out. I also think I've got something. And I think it's really cool that I'm lucky. And I really, you know, honestly. It's it's equally about me as it is with my about my audience and I think people feel that. I think what's separated yeah. me from a lot of people is yes, I want all my stuff, but I don't want it at your expense. I want it for you too. You're more than welcome to do it too. I'm gonna give you away all my stuff. I don't have like many of my contemporaries a five, ten, fifteen, fifty thousand dollar thing that's gonna show you how yeah. to do it like me. My stuff is free. Yeah. Like All of it's free, Michael. All of it's free. I know.
0: I partake.
1: (laughs) I don't have a way to monetize you, whereas I think a lot of people that aren't me do. And I think that separates me.
0: When did you make that connection to, hey, convey so much value that A, nobody can deny you and B, in some way, shape or form, it's going to turn into a monetary gain?
1: I don't need it to turn into a monetary gain because I was able to make monetary gains before I was Gary Vee. I'm very different than a lot of other business people. I have built businesses prior to having fame and trying to deploy it against a monetizable event. So it happened years ago when I built things with the right intent. I'm very, very different than the other business leaders because I'm the only one who doesn't have a way to monetize my fan base directly. I sell a book once every two, three years for 18 bucks and other than that Michael you have a really difficult time giving me any money.
0: Yeah, yeah. And right. I
1: think um and I think that's good for me. And I think it's helped me. And I think the smarter you are, um the less tricked you can be, the more you like me. And I think the more that you want stuff easy and you think there's a system or a program or an ebook that's going to get you there, the more you don't realize how valuable I am by comparison. And I mean sure.
0: that. Yeah, yeah. No, I it, yeah, it, it totally makes sense. If you had to start all over, right? Yes. Vay- VaynerMedia is gone. Wine library is gone. All these sorts of things. And you had to build your brand. Cause you know, the effectiveness of the credibility and all that sort of stuff that comes from it. What, what would be your first moves?
1: My first moves would be to build a business for 10 years and not say a goddamn word.
0: So, so for the, you know, the frontline salesperson who's working at a car dealership or something like that, who see Gary V they get, they get motivated by the brand, the persona, um, and they're trying to be you today, you're saying to them, just lay a foundation. And
1: I'm saying, it. no, I'm saying for me, as somebody who really enjoys to give business advice, it'd probably be better to actually build a business that has nothing to do with building a business about giving business advice as my first move, because it allows me in any debate with all the other gurus and personalities. And this yeah. is always think, Like what would happen in a debate? An open debate with everybody who's a personality. I'm going to win because I'm going to be able to say my stuff. I was able to make money without making money on people giving me money to learn how to make money. And I think that's a big deal. Now, if somebody else is a car dealer or is coming up or is a 22-year-old, the 22-year-old me who wasn't as patient and wants to go about it a different way, I would say don't give advice because you've never done it. Don't give people advice on how to be a life coach or a business leader at 22. Why don't you talk about your journey of trying to become something? Because that's your truth. Why don't you talk about what 20 year olds care about in the world, because that's your truth. But the amount of guys and girls running around trying to be business coaches and business advice givers who never build a business other than selling people on the advice of making money, is, uh, is not acceptable to me, and I know you follow my content enough to know that that is a visceral, I'm super anti that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I can sense the heat coming through the computer right now. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Well, it's, it's heat. I'm, I'm curious why so many people that are listening to your show right now have not asked people that they give money to to be their guru or coach or consultant what have you done that justifies me giving that? Other than being charismatic and putting up Instagram quotes of entrepreneurial uh, inspiration,
0: it's like no—you you need to know who to listen to. Essentially, it's people who have walked the walk.
1: I'm a big fan of that, and as you know, Michael, and you know this is true. There's a lot of people that are um, that have not followed my belief system on that. There's a lot of characters that people follow running around that um you know don't follow that model and they only sell advice or courses and I'm curious to why that's going on when there's alternatives, but it is what it is.
0: Okay, last question because I know you gotta hop off. You're a busy man. Um I've got a lot of car salespeople specifically listening to the show, watching the show. If you were in their shoes, how would you be leveraging your social like Snapchat and Facebook and all those sorts of things? I, I mean the 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 preface to this is I mean, so many people have this uh, negative thought process when it comes to working with car dealerships, car dealers. What, where would you go? If you said, hey, I'm going to work the front lines, what kind of content would you be putting out? What, what kind of picture would you be trying to paint for people and, and what means would you use to distribute?
1: I would go very local. So if you're Rick um, or you're Sally and you're a car salesman in a local area, I would go very local. I would try to become the mayor of Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, like, like become the mayor of your town. Give your two cents on the sub shop, give your two cents on the school system, become the mayor. Once you become the most famous local celebrity, well, then everybody's going to buy their car from you. So I know that's a wild strategy, but there's a reason that I've been successful. I think about the world differently. I'm not putting up pictures of my car. There's a million pictures of those cars. But if you go and interview the principal and put that on Instagram or Facebook, if you go and talk about like this is a danger, this pothole pisses me off in town. Do you know how viral any car salesman that takes a picture of the pothole that pisses everybody off or the bad turn in town or the inside joke for everybody in town, they will get everybody's business. And I see you responding, this is smart. Yeah, Become the social media mayor of your town and you will sell every car in town.
0: Love it. Gary, man. Thanks so much for being on the show. I appreciate your time. Bye-bye
1: man. Stay well. Good luck to you, bro.
0: There you have it. That was Gary Vaynerchuk joining DPB as a guest for the second time. What fascinates me about Gary Vee is that when he speaks, my brain just starts flooding with ideas of things that I can do to level up my game. And, and sometimes it's not even about what he's, uh, you know, specifically talking about. It's just like something about his voice. I just, the ideas start coming. Uh, you know, the big takeaways for me, you need to have something that motivates you. It has to be more sustainable than money. You know, to, to hear a guy who has no shortage of money to talk about, um, you know, how leaving a legacy is the most important thing to him just adds one more voice to the mix of, uh, you know, people who share the same sentiment. I mean, we've had so many guests on the show who all talk about that, you, you know, money is not their main motivator. And now you're hearing it from Gary Vaynerchuk. So takeaway, I think, here is you got to have something that motivates you. And if you haven't figured it out, dude, why are you getting out of bed in the morning? Why are you showing up? Why are you why are you working the blacktop? What what gets you out of bed? So, have something that motivates you. And the encouragement, again, from Gary Vee, is it's got to be more than money. You also heard him jab at the uh, quote unquote experts out there who uh, haven't built a business but want to teach others how to do it, which is, uh, I mean, it's something we poke at every now and again in the car biz. There are, you know, certain personalities in the automotive industry that get more peeved at it than others, but, you know, it's true. Don't start preaching. Until you've walked the walk is uh, basically what it comes down to. You know, and the last big takeaway for me here is how he jumped right into entrepreneur mode when I asked him what he'd do if he was selling cars. I mean, his mind, his, his mind immediately took him to a place where he was in control of something. Become the mayor of your community in a social way, a local celebrity. That's something that you've heard us talk about on the show before. And now you've got some added validation from the man Gary Vee. And what's interesting to me about this is just how many people inside this space, well, not just this space, a lot of other, you know, industries as well, linger and, and uh, focus on the things that are out of their control. You know, the other day I was, uh, I was um, you know, checking out my YouTube comments and somebody had commented on one of my videos about how bird dogging isn't allowed in their state. It's like, dude. Stop focusing on that and start putting your brain energy into creative things that you can do to draw attention to yourself in a good way. Talk about the pothole on 33rd Street that everyone complains about or, you know, and add your two cents and and uh, or get involved in the community's walk for the cure or whatever. Like leverage the things that are going on that you can absolutely take control of The the bottom line. Take control. You are the one in control. And the minute you you kind of let yourself go on those excuses, dude, you're 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 giving up control, and uh, and you're you're kind of you know putting yourself in this box that that's going to be more difficult for you to get out of. Uh, I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that we're giving away free copies of Gary's new book, Ask Gary V. All you have to do to claim your copy is is this. It's really simple. Write an honest review of the Dealer Playbook on iTunes. Screen grab it send it to michael at thedealerplaybook.com with your address and the book is yours. That's it for this session of the dealer playbook podcast. Make sure you check out the show notes at www.thedealerplaybook.com forward slash 91. You can also watch this interview with Gary Vaynerchuk over on my YouTube channel at the dealer playbook, which uh, I'll link to in the show notes. And you know what? Don't forget to share out the show and subscribe on YouTube so that we can continue to empower and advance the automotive industry together. Until next time, guys, keep the playbook open and dominate.